0: Hello and welcome to Triathlonology, a triathlon podcast by Animus Racing Team. I'm Oliver.
1: And I'm Jackie. We are a mum and son coaching team who have changed our lives through the sport of triathlon.
0: Our podcast aims to break down the mysteries of triathlon training and show you, the listener, how simple and flexible it can be so that it really does become part of your lifestyle and not just a hobby. This is just a brief advert to tell you about our triathlon holidays in Villamora, Portugal
1: Right, they are on the 15th um, and on the 22nd of April they're on for 6 days but if you would like to come from a, for a long weekend then we can accommodate that as well you just need to get in touch and we can work out the details
0: Yes, so all the details of what, when, how and how much are all on our website www.animisracing.com the link will be in the show notes or wherever you've found us from and you can click on there, send us an email, get in contact, and we will provide you with all the details. You'll, we've also done a really good podcast about with people on our uh, La- last um, last holiday, so you'll be able to see how good it really is. Hello and welcome to another episode of Triathlonology, a podcast by Animus Racing Team.
1: I'm Coach Jackie.
0: And I'm Coach Ollie. And together we're a mum and son coaching team based in South Yorkshire and North Lincolnshire, giving straightforward advice in a no-nonsense Yorkshire style. Today's episode, we are going to talk about the slow death, or rather, more quickly, more quick deaths mm. of triathlon races,
1: especially small races,
0: but all races really.
1: Yeah, because Oliver, um, we've learned that the Clumber Park duathlon that's been a mainstay of um, triathlon um, events for the last twenty years is not doing it it's canceled 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 and that's a qualifier
0: yeah so if for people who are listening outside of the uk or people who are reading this after outside the uk then british triathlon hosts a number or selects a number of races to be a qualifying event to qualify for british age group multi-sport teams either duathlon or or um triathlon which is usually a way of you know some races guaranteeing their income because everybody will enter who wants to qualify for Great Britain Um, and for as long as we've been in sport, Mm -hmm. Clumber Park has been a duathlon qualifier always in March which is one of the last or late February one of the last few qualifying events that you could do to qualify for the following years yes
1: that's
0: right duathlon be it European, European or world, worlds, depending on what British triathlon had said it was. Um, it was for, and it was really popular.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, again, like we've talked before about having um, massive transitions. Well, at Cumber Park, it was a massive, massive transition because hundreds and hundreds of people did the event, and from first timers to real top quality age groupers.
0: If you don't know where Cumber Park is, which some of you might not do. It is a National Trust property, Property, in, like Worksoppy border area. So um,
1: North Knotts.
0: Yeah, North Knotts, about 10 or 15 miles down the A1 from Doncaster. Mm. Um, and it was, some of the um, run went through the park, yep. some of it, and then the bike had a little bit of loop through the park. We also had some a closed road part of it, mm. um, out to actually on the main road. Um, so it was a really, and it was organised by, um, well, now Tri-Society.
1: To to, but it used to be One Stop Beyond.
0: Yes, who had been organising triathlon events since Godwell had. Um
1: So consequently, really, really well organised, ran like a, a dream, yeah, really efficient, efficient, everything.
0: Yeah, proper event, proper first-class events company. And yeah, we read on Facebook that they had had to cancel could be part of duathlon because they just couldn't financially afford to continue with it with the amount of people oh sorry
1: the lack of people the lack
0: of people who had entered and the costs that they were incurred in doing the event like paying for the road closures probably paying national trust to use the land um amongst everything else that insurance
1: yeah because they will. i've got british triathlon insurance as a club it'll be there have been commercial insurance which has gone up tremendously so you cannot, you can feel for them because it, it, when it comes to an event like that, stopping,
0: that's serious. Mm-hmm. It's a real, events are almost in a bit of a death spiral because you don't get people, people wait till the last minute to enter. And so either the event gets canceled or you have people, you don't have as many people enter because everyone's waiting until the last minute and then they forget about it. And so you make less money, if any money at all. And then next year, you have to put your price up, which means people don't think you're going to cancel it again, stroke they don't want to pay that amount of money.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they wait, and then you have your race where fewer people do it.
1: So you make...
0: Even less money. money. And then you have to put your price up again because your costs go up. It's 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 just a spiral. It's a very difficult set of circumstances Mm. as event organisers to do at the minute. And this is not a criticism of event organisers at all, because we know...
1: We know from running our very small event that it is it is scary mm-hmm. i think that's the word scary oliver because yeah. the amount of money involved even in something as small as ours is considerable and we we just we take it as a um something that we'd have to put the money up for so you can imagine that on the scale that um mm-hmm. you know tri-society were putting it on that would be thousands and thousands of pounds
0: yeah it would be huge such a risk and you do have to draw a line eventually and so actually before we incur all these massive costs that we can't back out of we have to pull the plug and say we're not doing it mm. um, and it's even more remarkable that this is a qualifying event so you would expect people to be entering well ahead of time trying yeah. to qualify for uh, representing great britain and i know you one is harder in my opinion
1: I can tell you, it is definitely harder. Harder than
0: triathlon, I think it is, because you've got to run five k from the off, then bike twenty k, and then run run three k off the back of that, which is not, you know, it's it's, hard. It's it's for hard people and and good athletes. Um. So you're already, you know, not necessarily attracting everybody. But it was still... But also, it, was, it, it was, was
1: a start of season hit out for some people as well, seeing yeah. how the winter training was going and, mm. um, you know, it, and it was a very social occasion mm. as well, mm. because you met up with people who you'd, um, you, you know, you'd see from one, one, <laughs> from one year to another, so it, it's, it's awful really that...
0: It's things that you can't control either, mm. that are not necessarily people entering an event. That's again, something again you can't control, but you've got more control of with marketing, but it's external costs, things like barriers, which they will need needed so many barriers to make yep. it safe at Clumber Park um, to, for the risk assessment. And because they would have been expecting more than 150 participants, they have to have a mobile ambulance as well as yep. um, medics at HQ, at Race HQ. So that's an expense, let alone like, Road closures, which we know have closed, stopped a lot of
1: running events. running
0: events from happening in the last six months because the council wanted too much money to shut the roads.
1: Because you can understand it, it's like everything in this country at the minute is costing more because the government's not putting any money in, the councils aren't getting any money. So, how can they afford to put road closures on? They've got to, you can, although it is, you think, oh, it's expensive and what have you. But you can understand the reasons why. and.
0: Um, well, I think most people can. I mean, some people are like... Well, have a rant on Facebook.
1: Another event cancelled or
0: prices going up no, with like, uh, nobody Nobody wants to put the prices up. Where it becomes no unaffordable for people to enter. Nobody wants to do that. But there is a commercial reality that these events have got... You can't have event organisers or clubs paying for things other people to have a good time exactly that's not how it works
1: no and also i would also say oliver um marshals because mm. they would have had to paid marshals yes um because they needed to be professional and, and make sure that we are all safe when we're riding and you know when we're competing you can't get marshals for no. love the money mm. we're very lucky in the in our little event we've got a little core team that all pull together but without that so it People expect just to turn up and race. I don't know whether it's a COVID attitude or whatever, but people are so. I find that people are more entitled; think they're entitled. These I think days. COVID has
0: definitely changed, has definitely scarred people from entering mm. events because they don't enter now on the fear that if they get cancelled, they won't get the money back. Yeah, and I understand that. Also, if you don't enter an event, there won't be an event, and they just won't come back. But I'd be very surprised to see Clumber Park come back next year mm. because it will get more expensive. And once it's gone, you then have to think: Is it worthwhile trying to bring, right, resurrect this? Mm. Um,
1: Do you want to take that on? Do you want to take that headache, that financial risk on?
0: Yeah, especially when people are not necessarily running in front of. We know because what this is the the day that we just so, We're recording this on the twenty second of January. It might not be necessarily that time when it goes out, but it's just the twenty second of January today. Mm our event in crawl is in may so what four months away and we've got half a dozen to a dozen people paid for this already and we would expect to get you know between 70 and 100 people do it and here we are with like 10 in four months before when i can tell you before you know covid and would have been sold out we'd have been you know on the last you know remnants of people getting into it is tremendously difficult um And so, really, that's the state of play in triathlon events, (laughs) and like non-major town, Mm. non-major events, as in like London Marathon and what have you. Great North Run, you know, events that are put on by small companies or by small clubs. That's state of events that they're in this death spiral. So, what could be done to help? To help and to keep events happening. Well, we have some ideas, and we're going to try and cover them in here, and it'd be really Um, helpful. If you could give us what your suggestions might be.
1: Yeah, and also and we're probably gonna get criticism for this. But you we're know, gonna like, get into trouble with well, some yeah, people. Yeah, we probably getting to get into trouble with some people. But we said at the outset, we're from Yorkshire, we speak as we find and we tell the truth.
0: If we don't have if we don't have honest conversations amongst the triathlon community and How is it going to community it? about what the problems are and potential solutions to it, it's never gonna get fixed. And then we'll all just shuffle our feet and think, Oh well. We used to have such a thriving race, you know, amateur racing, and now they've all but disappeared. And I, for one, want to avoid that.
1: Hmm. So, what do we think? One of the one of the things that we we've come up with, and we have had numerous conversations with the national governing body, which is British Triathlon, about what they can do because they are the national governing body. And I don't care how many Johnny Brownleys, how many Ali Brownleys, Beth Potters. You know, non-Stanford's, Vicky Ollens, whatever, are representing us at um, elite level. Without grassroots events, they would never ever have got started, and they will tell you that themselves. So we've had this conversation with British Triathlon, but falls on deaf ears.
0: Yeah, so we've had several conversations, including an AGM for the Yorkshire region, where we said these things will be really helpful because you have a buying power as a national organization to be able to help, you know, small races out. Why the biggest thing that costs us the most money. Well, two uh, things, two things that that cost us the most money and are wildly unpredictable, even race to race, because Mm. when we did our 2021 race, the cost of one of these went up. 2022 race. The cost of one of these went up by 50% in the middle of the year, by which point we'd already got the race open. So we couldn't adjust the prices. So first thing, barriers Barriers. you are supposed to have safety barriers to make transition safe or you know some people hire a mugger which does it for you but then there's a cost involved in that as well but you also need to have safety barriers to let people in and out of the facility on bikes or on the run and keep spectators away from you know a live race scene. they are tremendously expensive to hire and continue to go up and it's not just the hiring of the barriers that cost a fortune
1: it's the transport
0: yes they and that is just insane. Like the amount that these costs for what, the, how little that you need or our, our event in particular mm. needs is ridiculous. And you can't get less than a hundred. So even though we've worked out that we only need 56 at maximum for our event, the most we can have. So we've got well, least have, we can
1: have is a hundred.
0: So we've basically got to double it because we can't, there's no negotiation with them. And so we've suggested to British triathlon, you know, it would be a, why don't you use some of your money that you get from sport England to purchase barriers, keep and, them in a install in them in regional regions. locations, yeah. and let clubs hire them from you and use them for their events. And over time, that will pay itself back—not mm. instantaneously, but maybe over five or ten years, it'll pay. You know, BTF will get the money back on that.
1: Yeah, because it's not as if barriers begin deteriorate either.
0: No, oh, they're aluminium.
1: So, oh yeah, that's a good idea, Jackie oh yeah what well, a really good idea that is nothing, nothing.
0: secondly medical Medi- assistance. Oh,
1: medical assistance is well let's put it this way our first race it was 220 pounds
0: last race it was nearly 500 no
1: it was it was I negotiated. i negotiated them down to 500 yeah and that's for from 2019 to 2023
0: for the same amount of people in the same course, but just with a different provider because people went out of it during COVID and then there's only like last man standing. So again, we've said to them, hey, British Triathlon, why don't you try and link up with somebody like St John's Ambulance or Red Cross or somebody like that where you can say, well, we'll recommend all our local club, all our club races and we'll get a preferential rate for all BTF sanctioned events. So that people buy these services from you and you'll give us a better rate in return for that.
1: What a good idea.
0: Has anything happened? No. No. So you stuck?
1: The other thing, Oliver, timing.
0: Yeah. Although to be fair
1: We've we've been alright with timing yeah. because the chap is is um
0: amenable. amenable and commercially, he realizes that if we if he charges us too much, we don't have an event, he don't get paid
1: but it's still a big big cost mm. um and it's something that british triathlon could could help with mm. um but although he, like i mean, we that, that's this is just three of the things that we said to him
0: yeah
1: um and think oh and they're like i don't know whether they think just by saying oh yeah what a good idea blah bloody blah and say and also i thought that they should be wielding out the you know wheeling out Uh, the elites at more events because without...
0: Well, you've now got the perverse situation where Ali and Johnny Brownlee have bought their own events to run rather than, like, helping out British Triathlon. And I can see why they bought events because they want to do something in their retirement. But it, it strikes me completely bizarre that nobody at British Triathlon has said to them, you really need to start, you know, paying us back because if it weren't for us... You wouldn't be here. No, and, but I think there are far too many people who think that they owe the jobs to, to the, the brown well, and then to like how successful that Leeds yeah, Triathlon Centre has been yeah. from twenty twelve to probably twenty twenty, and that nobody wants to
1: upset the apple cart, rock
0: the boat, and say, "Come on, pay back time now. We need you." Um. Yeah, it, it's it's it is frustrating because there's, I think somebody, can there's probably, people who I think run businesses.
1: Under hear our frustration in this, and like both of us run businesses, we know what we're talking about,
0: yeah. And but then you talk to people at British Triathlon, and what's more frustrating than anything is they all have the little projects that they're running independently of each other, which cynically. Like you think well they're ticking that they're doing this little project to get whatever data and then they'll move on somewhere else because they've done that and they're not really in it for a long term I mean, you can tell that by how many chief chief um, executive officers british triathlons had over the yeah. last four years and um, they ordered the little projects move on to something else and say how great that project was where actually the sports are like burning and nero's fiddling you know in the yeah, background because
1: there's no way that i mean this swimming in leeds dock put underprivileged <laughs> members of society is going to get them involved in triathlon
0: no no but you know that's there's too much
1: there are lots of these little projects especially now it's being rebranded to swim bike run which is another absolute waste of money Mm -hmm. um and something that well you can hear i feel really really aggrieved about because if you're doing a triathlon go try says it's a triathlon
0: oh no it's, to, it's to, to, do to do a with triathlon, triathlon. let's give it a go whereas swim, swim back run, run
1: is what
0: it, well it can, well according to british triathlon it can be anything yeah
1: um, and it is anything
0: but it also that like, put i in my opinion puts people off because they look at swim back run and they don't go any further than that
1: the thing i'm not doing that's that too that.
0: difficult because they don't know what a duathlon is and they don't even look any further than that or they don't know what a triathlon is they just see swim back run and think that looks hard i can't do it yeah. whereas go try meant you had to read what it says
1: and it is about getting involved and trying yeah. not you know that you've got to be a competent swimmer biker or a runner which it implies and and it's and i can categorically say it's not just us that think this because i was on a video call with everyone who organizes go try events and we all said the same what we need help with is getting back to where we were before covid not rebranding a swim bike run mm
0: but I mean another way that people can help events out you just enter it yeah just come just turn up and for the sake of how little it costs for event insurance just buy yourself some event insurance yeah. so if the event does get cancelled for whatever reason you'll get your money back but there'll be fewer events get cancelled if more people enter mm. and just take the risk like we used to do before go- events aren't going to be cancelled for covid anymore they're no. only going to be cancelled for financial reasons mm. that's how it boils down to it so we don't need to be worried about, oh, is the event going to happen or is it not going to happen because, if, oh, if I get COVID, will I get my money back? You know, Well,
1: you well, used to get flow and you didn't get your money
0: no, back. No, you didn't. You know, People have been poorly before and you didn't get your money back for doing races. It was just one of the risks that you take when you're booking it four or five months out. I mean... But tech event insurance, yeah. out, it's not that expensive. No. It's not that expensive. And just get entered. Enter an event, enter it early and help people plan. Keep the events going because... Once they've gone, it's really difficult to fetch them back.
1: It is. It and is.
0: People will keep them going for two or three years, perhaps not making money. Because Tri Society have said that that they kept their events, their, this particular event, going for a couple of years and lost money on every single one. But they've got to the point where they just can't lose any more money. Mm. And so, you can understand it. Yeah. So you've it's re- and it's not like other events, like the relays that were insanely popular pre-COVID, yeah. and not yeah. anywhere near as popular. No. So. Just enter, just enter. Take out event insurance, which is not financial advice, but just take it out.
1: Yeah, and and, you know, give you've got most triathletes have had a lot from triathlon. Give something back, encourage your friends to get going. Mm. And also, I will say, not everyone has to be an Ironman. No, in fact, I would say 90% of triathletes are not Ironman. And if you don't know what Ironman is, it's a long race, um, but, you
0: can, but yeah, start with a small sprint. Start with sprint. a small
1: sprint. Or Get an involved. Distance. Get involved in the local events. Get involved in the local community. Join your local triathlon club. Get involved with what's going on around you. Yeah. just 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 take part.
0: Yeah, even if you are a bit of a lone wolf, enter events. There's plenty of them around, and it's
1: not well, there's not as many as there were. No, but 100%. there are still That's there are great.
0: still plenty. Yeah. Like, to enter. I mean we have a number of event every month. There are other places that have uh, the swim back run or go try events on every month.
1: That cost five pound.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But we can't even get people, uh, we really struggle to get people to enter our event that costs a fiver. So
1: on a a closed circuit.
0: Yeah. So it's not, in my opinion, it's not money, it's other stuff. Mm. And it's frustrating because you sat there thinking, well, what more can I do? How can I reach more people? What can I, so really, just enter an event because help is not coming from elsewhere help will only come from athletes themselves mm. and we collectively as a community have to rescue triathlon events or there will be none mm. there will be none or not, or not anywhere near you or you'll have to drive miles to be able to go to one yeah which will then eventually mean that they often die off they'll die off as well yeah. because there just won't be any mm. and we'll go back to being a niche sport we were before 2012 when there weren't many people doing it. And Mm. we've made such progress, it would be really sad for that to happen.
1: Because we wouldn't have been involved in triathlon if it wasn't for 2012.
0: No, and if we hadn't been able to go and watch a sprint triathlon. Well, yeah, welcome to us to
1: see what- To see uh, what
0: a triathlon looked like.
1: Yeah, and people like us do it.
0: Yeah. You don't have to be look like you do it at that you don't have to be a racing snake or what bike you ran, you went on
1: yeah you don't have to what i call a whoop, whoop bike you just have a monkey normal one you can buy from alfred's mm. or off marketplace that's if, all you need
0: if we had to seen that and gone and had a look we probably wouldn't have done it no but it was going to that local event that was what 15 miles down the road from mm. where we lived yeah. to go oh this is happening and then, then the following year when we did it when we started it there was the events we did three events the other side of the bridge yeah which is like 20 miles away we did two events in brig yeah two events in epworth yeah so there were plenty and the, yeah. we were within well a 25 mile radius of where we lived there was pretty much an event on all the time
1: yeah you could you could do at least one a week or well, you know or certainly once, once,
0: once a month there was yeah. an event there was an
1: event that so, you could
0: do within 25 miles yeah and you know the events all are both, friendly mm-hmm. The events at hull have all gone now
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: Bridged that's Duk. where i did
1: my first well we both made our triathlon rebugs in hull at different times but in hull so Brid- bridge still
0: continues mm-hmm. we've now got our event at crawl and at yeah. Epworth if they ever get that leisure center built oh. in time but otherwise it'll be at crawl so you know otherwise that event had probably gone mm-hmm. um because you know andy really struggled with that yeah,
1: yeah he did because he lost a lot. Load of money during covid mm. and people don't re- i mean they all think "Oh, i lost my race uh entry you know when hundreds of small event organizers lost thousands mm. thousands in covid
0: because they did the right thing and gave people the money back yeah but that meant that they then had to fork out the money themselves and then they just thought
1: why doing, should
0: i well i'm not doing anything again i'm not taking this risk again i can't afford to i'm not risking pension. why would you and what had previously been a very buoyant market like mm. i say we would be sat here now thinking oh we've got an event in may and it's 85 90 sold out we won't have to do very much mm. but we've got 10 people entered into it now and the event will be going because you know if nothing else
1: we'll put it on the sp- ourselves. We'll the, sponsors-
0: the sponsorships that we we've, we've got mm. um we'll underwrite the cost of it if needs be. So if we only have 50 people do it, we'll just underwrite the losses. So it doesn't really matter. But we're fortunate enough to be able to say that because we run our own businesses or me particularly run the business that can afford to do it. Um, so that will happen, but that won't necessarily be the case elsewhere. No. It won't. And it's really sad. I mean, even last year, we like got rid of barriers. Yeah. We got rid of barriers to save ourselves an expense. We hired some from the Peatland Railway
1: yeah were really mm. helpful and wanted because the local they mm. understood that we were putting on a local event like they did and the share, you know, mm. we just we just helped each other
0: out, yeah, and we and we made it work yeah, it didn't look as pretty, but it worked, and we ended up like just about breaking even because yeah. we had less people enter it than the year before. Mm. but we did it, mm. and we said we, we certainly weren't have done. Well, no, that's people that entered it. Than, yeah, then the year before because yeah. we had to cancel as May one because yeah. people didn't do it. Mm. So, if you are on the fence about entering a race, just enter it because if you don't, it might not be it next year, and then you'll be on Facebook saying, "Oh, it's a real, real shame that this event's gone. I used to like doing it." Or we're we going to enter it next week, sometime during the next week. So just enter it and help people and keep this community going mm. because. If we don't all support each other, and that goes for clubs working with each other yep, as well, clubs
1: should work together because there's too many fiefdoms in in uh, in local sport. We should all be working together. It's a joint problem, and together we could we
0: could keep things going. Keep things going. Because if we don't have these things, then all those members will suffer because there won't be races, and then they'll think what's the well, point, what's of the point in training, and then we'll all disappear. And it becomes an individual sport again, rather than the thriving sport that it was mm. and is still. Um, so just enter an event.
1: So that's been a bit of a rant this week. But, but I think I think sometimes you have to say what you feel. And mm. we feel, you can tell, I think we feel really passionately about triathlon. We don't want to see it die. No. Um,
0: that, you, I can see the train coming down the track here. Mm. And nobody's prepared to pull the lever to move it onto a different one they just everyone stood there like a big cow That you know them cartoons of cows that walk out into the track and look at it with wide eyes i feel that that's what's happening Mm. with triathlon it's just been trapped by the headlights of this train that's belting its way towards it Mm. and no one's prepared to do anything so we are we're going to say this and it might only be a few hundred people listening to this we never know
1: but it could be a trickle down effect Mm. and and by the fact that we've actually said something and what people have been thinking, well, if if it upsets British Triathlon, so be it.
0: Yeah. He said it, crit- all criticism mm. is good. It's constructive criticism on how they can help. Mm. It's not just slagging them off. The no, slag.
1: we're not slagging them off. We want them to help.
0: Yeah. But it won't happen unless we all force them to make it, force it, force the change.
1: Mm. So after that.
0: Help. Help. In any way that you can. You can
1: volunteer, marshal, enter races, get in touch, tell us what you think.
0: Yeah, what else would, how would you help uh, increase people participating in races? How would you help bring the cost down the track? What could people do with organising in events to help bring the cost down? Love to hear your suggestions.
1: I've been Coach Jackie.
0: I'm Coach Ollie, until next time. We'll see you. Thank you for joining us today.
1: See you next time.
0: See you then, or, or as we say stay in Yorkshire, see You've been listening to us to Twitter on about our triathlon experience, but we always say that we are triathlon coaches, and you can be coached by us online.
1: Yep, we use Training Peaks as our um, delivery platform, which is really simple to use, and sessions are delivered direct to your phone or watch or whatever thing that you use the morning of your sessions
0: for more details about pricing how it all works go on our website link is in the show notes or then drop us a message either here or instagram or facebook and we'll get in touch with you
1: thank you